Hello everyone, welcome to Beating a Dead Anything. I'm your Postmates driver, Carson Pace. And I, I'm Sam Teagarden, and I lost where the real moon is buried. It's out there somewhere, but I'll find it. Sure. You're you're once again. Do I have to <laughs> Okay, so we started recording and then we realized that the recorder wasn't actually recording. So do I have to point out yet again that you're doing the podcast voice? <laughs> I'm I don't know. I have a problem. I have a problem. And, what the, were, yeah. and the only solution is talking to people for a, approximately half an hour to an hour. Yeah. Well, yeah, your conversations all last that long. Approximately. You do podcasts with with everybody you know, they just don't know it's a podcast and it's also not being recorded. It's for my brain, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, how many creative endeavors have we embarked on? This is like our fifth try at a podcast. Fifth try at a podcast. We've also had failed YouTube channels, other videos. I wouldn't say failed YouTube channels. I mean, if you don't start, I guess you can't fail. I guess it can't fail if you, yeah, that's It's like the, the old thing, the first... Step at failing is trying. That's, yeah, so... And that's why we're not trying this podcast. I want to get this very clear yeah, right, yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, No one's ever going to actually hear this. I mean, I hope we do, because we always talk about releasing these. Sure. But... I would appreciate I, it if we did. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Maybe releasing this. Um, do you think that... Well, first of all, let's go over... How long we've known each other? We've known each other for seven years, approximately. A- approximately, yeah, to the day. <laughs> um, and yeah, we met. I was in ninth grade, and you were in tenth grade, mm-hmm. and we have been virtually inseparable since. Mm-hmm. I feel basically um, there was that the point in time when we were separated physically by me going to school in another state, right? Yeah, but yeah. like that. Physical separation doesn't. Really yeah, count. we've had a group chat going with our with the with the third of our trio, mm-hmm. uh, Kyle Wilkerson, who I guess will eventually be. You know what? Fuck him. Never, <laughs> never will he be on this podcast. Of course, this is gonna be the one that takes off, and he will resent us for. Oh my god! Yeah, no, because Kyle and I always talk about how we're like. Kyle and I always like we'll write something together mm-hmm. or do whatever and we'll be like fuck we should really get Sam involved in this because if this takes off it'll be he'll be really pissed at us for not including him <laughs> and then like I just find it hilarious that if this takes off like mm-hmm. we're just never gonna include Kyle so- but actually that's a Patreon stretch goal is <laughs> $10,000 a month on Patreon it will never- and we'll let Kyle on this podcast <laughs> Or if you really want to help, if 20000 and we will prevent it, physically prevent him from being near uh, Yeah. Us. Listen, tell How your much f- money would you need to get a month to not kill someone, but, like, make them effectively in a coma? <laughs> <laughs> How much money would you need to get a month? I mean, is this in perpetuity, or is it only until I get... You know, I was thinking, I was thinking about that before I asked this, and I'm going to say in perpetuity. And okay, in perpetuity, okay. Like afterwards, if they do recover, you you are still getting. But okay, all right. Do, let me ask you. This is the do I lose I'm the money saying. if they recover from the coma? Well, the person is Kyle, so just keep that in mind. The person is Kyle, so I think. Listen, I would do it for this free. This is going to make no sense to everyone that is not met kyle listen i'm gonna tell you right now i think i would do it for free only so i could finally fulfill kyle's dream and collapse a bridge from under him he has a terrible feel that a bridge yeah that's right that is his biggest fear his biggest fear is bridge collapsing from underneath him and i feel like if i just like yank that rug out from him now one way or another it'll solve the problem okay all right no 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 no. new question new question Mm -hmm. brand new question so that's kyle's ultimate fear Mm -hmm. how much all right, so we sedate Kyle. He is passed out, like, blindfolded in a van. Yes, we, we have given him a strawberry daiquiri. I understand. <laughs> He's got one strawberry daiquiri. <laughs> Kyle Wilkerson is one strawberry daiquiri in. And we, like, he, like, blacks out. And we, like, blindfold him and all this stuff. This is, like, our best friend, keep yes. in mind. Um, and I know he's what expecting if us to we, do this. What if we attach like two bungee cables to one side of the bridge that he's not on the actual bridge like on the ground 
and then another set of bungee cables to the other side, tie it to some kind of harness apparatus Mm -hmm. that we've outfitted him with, and then we have a bridge that is directly under him. We handcuff him, and also maybe, like, put his legs together so he can't actually move, and then we make the bridge collapse from under him, and he falls a little (laughs) bit, but not too much. (laughs) She falls enough. Is this a, As in, I don't know how we get it back, but <laughs> he just sort of hangs on the bungee well, cable. Well, I feel like we minute. would. Well, it depends on is there a gorge or is there like a river underneath the bridge? Oh, I'm thinking. What's he more afraid of? Do you know? I don't know if he. I guess I think he hates bridges. I, I really he I hate hates them. Yeah. Did we go over the Golden Gate Bridge when we were in? Yeah, we did, but it was foggy, so it was like it was so cool though. But it was it was it was super foggy, and I think that that made it easier for Kyle to go over it. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. That's true. But though, if we remember, I back... was also spectacularly drunk, so I think I was looking at it as sort of a uh, look at these enormous red gates coming out of the fog. Well, on the way back, yes, but weren't we had to get over there in the first place? Were you drunk on both there and? Oh back? yeah. Dude. I thought you were just... San Francisco is a complete blur to me. Not okay. complete, but, like, like there are instances here and there where I was sober. Oh, wow. That's Kyle Wilkerson saying, I know you're planning to drop me off a bridge. <laughs> Who was it, actually? It, it was a meme. Oh, okay. I All was right. sent memes. Um, but, um... No, so... I was... I was... I was pretty tossed for most of... <laughs> And that is Kyle's fault, I will mind you. Because Kyle has a higher tolerance than me. And Kyle was just making drinks constantly. And But here's the thing. How many of those were actually alcoholic? And how many did you just think were alcoholic? Mm, oh, yeah, that is true. One time he made... Of course he's going to tell this story on the podcast eventually. But he made me a drink one time. Welcome to the Kyle cast. We're just going to talk about... Is this, our, is this our Kyle fan cast? <laughs> Are we just... <laughs> you guys been to KyleCon this year? Did you buy your fucking KyleCon tickets? It'd be really um, easy because he looks generic enough that we could just get kind of like <laughs> generic like posters, and generic stock photos that we could probably make it work. Picture, okay, picture a stock photo. That's Kyle. That's basically <laughs> That's Kyle. That's basically Kyle. But no, oh, no. Uh, no, what about my bridge idea? How much? How much money would you need a month via Patreon? To collapse a bridge under Kyle, he will live. Listen, here's the thing: whether it's these bungee apparatus, apparatus. I assume I was gonna have to pay for these services, so I take sure. pretty much any money for it. Yeah, okay. Because well, that is something I would enjoy doing. Let's go back to: is he more afraid of it being a gorge, or is he more afraid of it being a river? Well, the river's more convenient for me because then we could like cut the cords and it will like like Indiana Jones down into the river, and then we could like sure, out. sure. But if it's a gorge, that pretty much means death or like a wily coyote poof. Oh, sure, yeah. So, um... His outline collapses into the ground. I assume we could do some sort of Mission Impossible thing where, like, a a helicopter comes and, like, grabs the wire and just, like, carries him away into, like, a new action scene. Okay. Yeah, I think that... I don't know if Kyle's ever been in a helicopter. So, how much money to torture... You've never been in a helicopter? I'd love to. You know, honestly, I'm realizing that having my, my dad is a pilot and also like knows several pilots. So my dad, when I was younger and we didn't have, when I, when it was just like me and my sister before the two boys came along, I'm the oldest of four, um, before the two younger boys came along, my dad would, and I would just like go flying in various different, uh, machines. Mm. And I've been on like 20 helicopter rides in my life. And I am just now at the age of 22 realizing that that is not everyone's childhood experience. No, No, it sounds like a fun one though. No, my dad's terrified. Helicopters are fucking terrifying. Like looking back on it, I was not scared then. But now I'd be just absolutely terrified. Why are you scared of helicopters? They... Oh, uh, we went on one where literally the only thing standing between me and the ground was a seatbelt. Like, the, the mean, passenger side door of the helicopter was gone. If you really think about it... And that though, is, looking back on it, that's horrifying. If you really think about that, for, for most people, the only thing between life and death is a seatbelt for most things. 
I guess, but there was a, there's a door normally. There's a door. There was not a door on this helicopter. <laughs> Think about that. That's fine. Yeah, you're cool with that. Listen, I I don't like heights with medium heights. I'm good with high heights. It's just like. I think that's what I've, I mean, I've flown a lot this past year, and I think that's what I've realized, too, is, like, I'm not good with, like, tall building heights. I still look at them, because I'm an idiot, but, no, no, like... No, that's fun. I just mean, like, a tall rock that you're meant to jump off into, like, a, a lake or something that's great fun. That, that I'm like, you know that's what? That's great fun. <laughs> like, like, this is great. You should do this. I'm like, I don't know if I should. I think I'm going to be okay. There was... Here's uh, the thing. Okay. About helicopters. Please. Now, I've never been in one. But I said, I've heard the terrifying thing isn't that the flying around and stuff like that. It's when it hovers. Uh, I don't remember, to be honest. I probably haven't been in a helicopter in, like, 10 or 12 years. Fair so enough. So, I don't know. But, probably? Probably. That I don't know. I've, hovering would make me feel a little uneasy. I have been in a hot air balloon in the last five years, though. And... How did you enjoy it? Ooh. Wow. I don't know how people, like, do marriage proposals in those things. Well, it's the implication, really. Oh, God. Yeah, they have nowhere to go. Um, I don't know how people do marriage proposals in those things because um, I was paralyzed. Like, I could not move from where I was standing. Well, you're I in was a small like, basket. You're, I was a very small basket. Very small. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I, it was, it was not fun. Um, and it was expensive. It was like $31 to go up in it. And it was, I was up there for like 10 minutes and I don't think I moved a single time. You can get like half a video game for that. I know. I yeah. I'll get you 120 I don't, I, can, can you just go to GameStop and say hi? I'd like half a video game. Well, I mean, if you go on early access, you can, you can sure. do that. Yeah, basically. But here's, that, that doesn't bring a... Back to how much money you would need to oh no no what were you saying i was going to say i think we something we kind of went over there i think we can relate this back to um forcing kyle to face his fears it's what's with it all these kind of marriage proposals where either you trap someone in a place alone with you or you trap them with social convention by oh because wow. i've always felt weird about like doing it like at a rest i'm not not that i've been trying to propose to a bunch of people but i always thought sure like, Oh, it's weird to do that in the middle of a restaurant. But, or a but let's say you're let's say you're proposing within the next ten years or so. I mean, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. don't want to die alone. But cut to ten years into this podcast. <laughs> yeah. No. We never stop recording. Yeah, we never stop recording. No, it's like all right. So you the longest restaurant podcast might of all be time. fine if you do it, but then you've got a bunch of people watching. Same thing with sure. a lot of like uh, things you organize in public spaces where. There's the kind of social convention to make the people be like, right? You don't yeah. want to look like a jerk who turns down the marriage proposal. That's not good. You don't want to do it on a jumbotron at the station. On the other hand, if you go for like a hike or something like that, then you're alone in the wilderness with this person. Sure. Which like that that's also not great. And then if they say no, you have to walk back with them. Yeah, that's another thing yeah. I've heard about ones like that. So, where is the proper place to do where you where it's both like that you can run you can both run away easily if things go poorly oh. but also where they don't it's not too isolating oh i've got it I've but got also it. no social kind of peer pressure in there. i've got it no yeah. no um so you ba basically what happens is um you're at, i know bungee jumping has come up a lot on mm -hmm. this first episode of beating a dead anything um which just is plugging the name of the podcast one more time um, Tell your friends. I'm I'm thinking, you you take your significant other to uh, some sort of uh, bungee jumping place, and you tell them like, hey, I'm gonna propose like right before I jump, and then you wait for the yes or the no, while like before you jump, and if it's a no, you probably already want to throw yourself off of something very high if it's a no. And guess what? You get to. See, I, <laughs> but if it's a yes, you can have like a celebratory jump. And then once you hop back up there, it's a it's a big old yeah. And I'm assuming, well, if you both drive there together, drive separately to the bungee jumping place. Don't tell them why. Don't tell them why. No. Um, see, I like your, your thoughts, but I think we can go one step further. Okay. See, one step closer to the edge. 
Well, that you're going to jump off of. <laughs> exactly. No, see, I'm thinking either airplane. First, I thought airplane, and then when they jumped out, Jesus they could. Jesus Christ. Then they could have it either, like, you jump first, and they could have jump out with a yes oh, parachute I, or I, a no parachute. I thought parachute. you meant, like, a commercial airplane. I no. was like, what the fuck? Not a commercial airplane, like a, 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 a skydiving airplane. And Hang then on, they we, could... have a, we have a dog in studio, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, but, so then they could either have the, the, the instructor there could have the yes or the no parachute to pull. Sure. So you could know, so that'd be fun. And either, and also, like, you're not threatening to jump, to throw them out of an airplane because they have, like, the instructor attached to them. Right, yeah. But I thought, hey, that, that's still kind of, well, let's go further. Go to a high altitude dump, jump, like the Red Bull guy. Because oh. then, if she says no, or he or she, your partner, says no. Yeah. Then Or they. It's they. 2018. I'm, I apologize. Gender is a construct. Agreed. Let's acknowledge it. So, if you're high up high enough, if things go well, it's great. Then you have, like, this most exhilarating thing going down. If they say no, you both can, like, go to separate, like, really hundreds of miles oh. away. You can just go to the other side of the country okay. on the way down. You can just be like, whoop, oh. I'm out of here. Very, you can be very quickly be as far away from them as possible. Yeah. Or they could run away from you and do the same. So, okay. So, in this case, you're like, hey, we're going to go do this high altitude jump thing. And they're like, why? And you're like, bring your wallet <laughs> and also your Sky Miles card also, just in case. Also, maybe maybe your passport? I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Depends on if we're close to the border or not. It's hard to kind of tell on the way down. Where did that guy land? I think was, is Arizona, the, I think. Uh, that's so convenient. Um, when, like, was that the guy that was trying to prove that the Earth was flat? No, or? he just, he just, re- he was paid by Red Bull to jump really out of a really high, as high as you can go. <laughs> just go as high as you can and fall and see what happens. I can smell really far. <laughs> I can smell. Um, yeah. That's crazy that Red Bull like just needed somebody to they were like you know what we need for press hey do you want to fall the most anyone's ever fallen (laughs) (laughs) we think who wants to fall the most we listen we've been uh what juliet he wants a treat third the third guest on this podcast dog but it's like yeah we've looked at your resume and we think you could fall the best (laughs) so and then the whole proposal thing your your theme we you can either say uh, we fell in love or we fell out of love. And Regardless, we fell. Yeah, yeah. The most. I assume we could do it over a town called Love. So if you if things go yeah. well, you land in the town of love. If you sure. if you don't, you fell out of love, so you like left the town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that what would be my happens theming. to your to your vessel? Does it just evaporate in in the atmosphere? Or? No, it comes back down. What, where? Well, it's got balloons. Arizona. Arizona, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus the Christ. desert. Do you want to? Do you want to do some? We we've been talking about doing a tough mutter, which mm-hmm. if no one knows what that is, Google it. You have the. It's internet. a mud run. It's a mud run. Yeah. Think of it like I don't when know. You get electrocuted and. Oh, I, you don't. After you go the first time, you don't have to get electrocuted. You have a different, different obstacles. Oh. But, uh, yeah, you basically you climb a giant like you know in movies where you have like the, they jump off a building into like a giant like whoopee cushion basically. Mm-hmm. That's what you have to do, and depending on how many times you run it, you have to climb higher to jump Jesus. off. Jesus. Okay. Which, let me tell you, it's a lot more enjoyable than avoiding electric wires, so I was all about it. Yeah. I don't like heights, but let me tell you, it was just like, that was like, when you get to the end of that run after the 12 miles, and you're just mm-hmm. like, oh god, I want to die, and then yeah. you just have to, I just have to climb this one more thing, versus I need to figure out how to dodge electric wires. Yeah. Jumping off the thing is good. So that's what's turning me off from doing the Tough Mudder the most is mm. this electric wires thing. But anyway, we've been talking about doing a Tough Mudder. You can dodge it. I dodged mine. Okay. All right. And you're, you're more wiry than I am. And by that, is I mean, that just skinnier? <laughs> yes. That's what we fat people call you normies. <laughs> You've lost so much weight, dude. I know. Like, so much. Halfway like, there. To the point where that shirt that you're wearing right now is not fitting well it's, on you. It's, true. It's, it's too big for you. I'm. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I'm up. So I'm going to wait till I get more. And you're more excited to do this Tough Mudder than I am. But mm-hmm. in in play, and I know this does nothing for fitness, but would you would you jump out of a, the, would you fall the most? For just for no reason? No, Red Bull's paying you. Okay. I, no, 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 wait. What company 
would have to, what company would be the coolest to get paid? I don't know. I think minimum to fall the most, I'd say 50,000 because I am in a rough spot financially. <laughs> so I'm going to say $50,000 is the minimum mm-hmm. I would take for this. And also, uh, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say Sprite has to, it's going to be the Sprite fall the most challenge. Um, I don't know. I think I would, all right, for me, I don't know what the money would be, but it would have to be sponsored by Bill Watterson, who is okay. the writer and, uh, and, uh, illustrator of Calvin and Hobbes. Cause wow. I just, Interesting. Cause Isn't he dead? No, he's still alive. Really? Yeah. Okay. He just, that, We'll know he's dead when they start becoming merchandise because kids are definitely going to milk that that IP. Kids are going to milk it. Yes. But, but uh, every time a celebrity dies, a bunch of a bunch of ten to to thirteen uh, year olds get together <laughs> and they figure out how to put it on merch. That's exactly. But um, the reason I do that because I just thought I think it's the strangest thing. He's like, yeah, we got the <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes guy still a guy to go jump out of the. <laughs> Jump from space. Okay. Just because, like, what? Oh, Why? Man. And I'd be like, I don't know. He just asked me. I guess. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna turn him down. Or like, it was a strange call, what and I don't know fucking thing. Okay. That's that. That's my uh. That's my call for that. I'm I'm wondering if there's like ASMR skydiving yet. That's just someone like. Well, it's not. See, the real problem is that you're not gonna get a lot of bang for your buck because it's only you only can fall for so long. What? What do you mean? Like it's only like well they, like you go it's it's a short ride from plane to ground, even right, parachute. Yeah, so but it's gonna be falling hard. the most. I'm saying I'm saying Red Bull height, Red, Red Bull guy. I mean height. even still that's not a long. I don't listen to a lot of ASMR videos or any really, but I assume you want like a like. Oh no 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 no! Forget the ASMR thing. That oh. was a throwaway joke. Oh okay, I was focusing too much on the throwaway. Yeah okay yeah no no. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, that's that's my answer for that. I've got a question for you though. Go. All right. Speaking of all these terrifying things, if you're about to be executed, what would your last words be? I, I don't know. It's, this wasn't what we were talking about. I know, but this it's what I'm talking. Fuck about. Kyle Wilkerson. Those that, are my last words. My mind would be, "Hey kids, you want to see a dead body?" <laughs> and that's that would be basically. I, I asked that because I'm like, what would my because it very well could be my last words when I jump out of space. Oh. So I would want to, I would want to make it something funny, in case it didn't go well. And it'd be funny if it did go well. It's like, oh, what a good sense of humor. It's like, oh, what did he know if I if I did die? So, sure. So what would your words? I guess I should have just asked this first. What would your last words be when you jumped out of the out of space? I can't focus on anything you just said because I'm recalling an episode of our first podcast where we talked about for some reason. We talked about Adam Levine from Maroon 5 saying, hey, kids, you want to see a dead body? <laughs> I don't remember why that came up <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, it's just, it's stuck in my mind. Parallels. Parallels. Parallels of Adam Levine asking, <laughs> hey, kids, you want to see a dead body? Which I guess is fitting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What a! It's like poetry. You see, it it almost rhymes. <laughs> That's a great segue because I was about to talk about how when we were in high school doing podcasts, and subsequently when we were in college doing podcasts, um, we cared a lot about Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> that's changed at least a little bit. I don't know. I care. I think the the thing for me is I no longer get the same kind of hype that I used to about anything. About anything? Yeah, there's very few things where I've I've got. There's been a few things where I've seen. Yeah. And for me, it's a real shame because, like, I always knew movie trailer season and Comic Con and E3. I knew all those things were lies, but I still I just got my own enjoyment out of the hype trailer. I'm like, oh man, I get to feel this hype. Isn't this great? Right. Yeah, no, yeah. I knew I was going to be disappointed, but. I was just there for that initial kind of hype thing where I don't know what it is. Either they're putting less effort or it's just kind of going away from my tastes. I think that we've gotten more cynical as people, not like, not like as a populace. I, I, I'm going to say you, me and ghost hosts of this podcast, Kyle have been, I think we're more jaded because we've been burned out so many times at this point. 
like, and, and, like, you're right. Like, I don't give a fuck about Comic-Con anymore. I don't, I don't give a fuck about going to Mm Comic-Con. I don't give a fuck about Comic-Con trailers. I used to get hyped about, like, leaked Comic-Con stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, that used to be a big thing that you and I would talk about, like, at lunch in high school in ninth and 10th grade, is, like, you and I would be, like, oh, this is fucking cool. Like, look at, you know, this amazing Mm. trailer for this or this or this. And it would be, like... What? We... And now, like, the leaked Deadpool footage is the last thing that I've cared about. It's because maybe it's because it was. There's still stuff we didn't expect. We were surprised by things. And I think that yeah. Deadpool thing was very surprising. But yeah, the fact that a Deadpool movie happened at all yeah. was amazing to us in high school. But... Still, it's still a good accomplishment. That first one has a lot going on for it. But. Yeah, sure. I just don't think there's anything that's really shocked us in a long time. Uh, I yeah, thought, probably not. I, I mean, like... Because I think the real thing is maybe... <clears throat> yeah. With Star Wars, for for example, when the new ones were coming out, like, this was amazing. This was a chance yeah. to kind of redo the, yeah. the, the, the... Get past the prequels. And they could really do anything. They could really do something interesting with the story, really kind of push it in new places, new directions. Right, yeah. But... And then they just didn't. Yeah. And that's the same thing I kind of feel for the Marvel movies. Because when they were first all shaping up, a lot of them were really good. Some of them were okay. I enjoyed all of them. Yeah. But the fa- that first moment that in the, the first Avengers movie, when the first real crossover film happened, that was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah, they, they sure. Broke. And it, it's not fair, m- maybe, to the kind of sequels, which they just can't... They haven't been able to do anything as big as that. Nothing is shocking. Nothing is amazing that it's actually happened. And from our perspective as high schoolers, every time we walked out of a Marvel movie, we'd be like, hell fucking yeah. And then like... Well, Thor. Oh, I'm not counting Thor. Because <laughs> we walked out of Thor every time going, okay. <laughs> like, like, all right, sure. But we walked out of like, like Winter Soldier. I think when all of us saw Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy in high school, we were like... Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, but to be fair, those are pretty good. Oh, the, Guardians of the Galaxy is still fantastic. Yeah. And Winter Soldier is still pretty good, too. But, like, I just think that, I mean, the joke of the name of this podcast is that two to three to four people talking around a microphone just having a conversation, just being normal people, mm-hmm. has just gotten so fucking old, and here we are beating the dead horse. Yes. But... But here's the thing. But and reviewing Marvel movies and reviewing Star Wars movies and getting excited about both of those things is also been beaten to the ground. Mm-hmm. So I, I, yeah, I mean, we used to get so excited about these things, <laughs> but and then they drove the passion from us. Yeah, and it's not necessarily like us getting older or more cynical. It's just that like people have stopped caring less, and. When I think it's the the real thing that I think kind of killed it in a lot of ways was the market that sh- the the cottage industry that popped up of uh, of people trying to get hype videos or just here's the hidden thing you missed in this video right yeah yeah and they're all the same literally they're all the same thing yeah they all have the same things to say well and that kind of drains the uh, thing out there and it, of course there's all the toxic people that came out and it's just like ah yeah I can't even hate a movie without be without being associated with ass. And I think the most excited we've gotten about the Marvel Universe recently was when, I mean, I want to say, definitely all three of us got real uh, pissed about the whole James Gunn thing. But, like, Mm -hmm. rightfully so. And that, like, has nothing to do with the movies, even. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going to think of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I just don't want James Gunn not directing it. Like, I don't have know. the energy to, to yell about why isn't Captain Marvel flying in her in the trailer for the new Captain Marvel movie. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I could really just give two but I, shits. But I used to be able to. I used to care. Yeah. Back in the old days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, I don't know. For me, like, I've always been a big Marvel fan. That's kind of what I grew up on was literally old collections of the comics from, like, the 60s. Yeah. Like, that's what I, I kind of grew up on from that something you and i bonded over was 60s to 80s marvel comics yeah i i had a lot of fun with those and 
it's funny as times have gone on i've actually moved away from a lot of marvel stuff and moved over to dc because they they've switched their things from a like dc always having all the crazy events and having unrelatable characters has switched over to the marvel side where like yeah nothing kind of coherent is going there's no coherent narrative and even in the single stories it used to even be that and they've switched on opposite sides now because it used to be that marvel had more compelling comics and dc had I mean, arguably more compelling movies. Well, uh, like, I mean, if you count their, all their animated stuff, then yeah. Yeah, and, like, the animated DC movies are, like, hey, they're stuff... Still, yeah, they're, they're still good. Yeah, and they hold up, like, pretty well. Mm-hmm. And But, like... Now it's kind of switched over? Yeah, uh, it, for to sure. To where Marvel has more, arguably more compelling movies. Yeah. I don't know, who fucking cares? Like... That's the thing is like, I watched hidden Easter eggs, a hidden Easter eggs video for things from the good place yesterday. And the good place is like the only IP I care about anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (coughs) Uh, The good place is like the only IP I care about anymore, basically. Mm -hmm. And it's barely an IP. Then it's third season. And like, there's like tons of lore to the universe, but like. That's the only thing I really care about. <laughs> like, yeah, for me, it's going on right now. There's no, so. yeah, for me, there's not a lot of mo- current media that I, I'm like super into. I've been going back and watching yeah. old cartoons more than I have. Uh, yeah, the other day you were like, "Oh, I was watching some '60s Batman cartoons," and I was like, uh, "Oh," and they were really okay. Cool. <laughs> like, well, that was live action, but um. Oh, okay. No, but yeah, I was. I've been watching like the the '90s Batman kind of shows, the '90s Spider-Man, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Justice just League just King. last year, yeah. Kyle and I recorded a podcast reviewing Spider-Man: Homecoming. I don't want to record a podcast reviewing Avengers: Infinity War or Ant-Man and the Wasp, even in the slightest right now. Like it's. But how about that? But what about the Spider-Man game that just came out? That I have barely played any of. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but enough. No. To me, I care more about that Spider-Man game than I think I even enjoyed Homecoming. It might be one of my... I, I just don't even care about ranking them anymore. No, I know that. I'm just saying, like, for me, the fact that I actually care about it versus just like, oh, that was good. Versus like, oh, I actually enjoy this and want other people to enjoy it as sure. well. Sure. The fact that... Not, I'm not necessarily saying ranking, but I just mean have passion about a form of media okay because the only other kind of like passion for media i've got of course is like podcasts which we're doing right now yeah which kind of literally doing right you now. hope so or like let's players I, I have more passion for for some of them back to the original topic we how will... much money do you need on patreon to make Kyle fall off a bridge. I think it's a, a better question should be for Kyle is how much money is he willing to pay me not to throw him <laughs> off a bridge? Okay, all right, all right. So in in the two options, uh, let's say you're getting, I don't know, dude, $20,000 a month via Patreon. That's how much a year? Well, dude, it's times 12. Yeah, I realize this. I believe in you. Oh, man. So it's $240,000 a year. To not throw someone off a bridge? Or to... To not... To, no, to throw someone off a bridge. I mean, yeah. As long as there's no, like, criminal liabilities for throwing... No, people. to make a bridge collapse oh. under him. Mm. You are saving his life with bungee cords. Yeah, yeah I but will say. does it count as saving someone's life if you put their life in danger in the first place? Oh, so, like, you are the puppet master for both ends. Yeah, I'm sort of a, uh, you know, just sort of like, ah, I'm a hero, but secretly I cause all the crimes. You just described the Venom movie. No, the Venom movie <laughs> will be dumber than that. <laughs> Venom won't actually cause the crimes. He'll, he he says he won't be a superhero, but he'll, he'll save the day through eating people. Yeah, which is, like, the whole Deadpool thing. Is like, everyone, it's like, he's... Yeah, he's got unconventional methods, but... Well, all of it... Everything he did was super self-centered, though. It was all out of yes. revenge. Yes. It wasn't It wasn't out of pro bono of, like, even for the other people who got tortured. He just wanted to stab a guy for making him look all, you know, mm-hmm. Deadpool-y. 
and 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 the Venom movie. It's gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna figure out what you're planning, or I'm gonna figure out what you're doing in that lab, and oh, no, I'm gonna you're... eat a lot of your employees. But then he's gonna the the bad guy will also be a Venom, and then I'll be Venom. It won't be Carnage though, because Carnage they're gonna save for later. So it's gonna be like toxic yeah, or something for the Venom cinematic universe. And then the maybe Andy Venom will come in there. Uh, I hope not because uh, that movie looks super garbo, and it even has a Wilhelm. It, it does look super. They garbo. literally have the Wilhelm scream in the tra- the teaser trailer. That's bad. I sent it to you, and you guys didn't watch it. Yeah, because I don't want to. I don't want to put myself through that. Well, you're gonna see the movie. What is? I the, will make. What you is know. the dumbest cinematic universe you can think of that is probably going to be a thing? The dark, I have mine. The dark universe. Oh, that the, the monster yeah. thing—that's not happening anymore. Oh, it'll happen. No, just give it some. Give it time. No, no, no. They like canceled all the movies. No, 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 no. Give it time. Oh, okay. great. Okay. Uh, okay. It's probably there's probably gonna be like an Adam Sandler verse. I have no doubt. There kind of already is. Yeah, but I mean, they're finally gonna come out and say it. All the, all oh, the- that like all the movies are connected. Yeah. That's the next Adam Sandler wide release movie. Because is is he done with his Netflix contract yet? His Netflix contract was like eight movies, which is absolutely insane. Well, those were just eight vacations because they would all go to a oh, yeah, and eight like three hundred million dollar budgets because he, it's just all product placement for hey, fucking. I would do that if I could. I'd sell out that hard if I could. You can't even. Tell yeah, me. I don't know why the universe chose Adam Sandler to be the ultimate sellout billionaire, but I guess congratulations because. Mm-hmm. It's just the very definition of a sellout. And honestly, it's like, at a certain point, it's just respectable. When it's when you're a sellout and you're not making any money, I have zero respect for you. When you're a sellout and you're making more money than God, I have all the respect in the well, world for you. Listen, at some point you have to... You res- figured out the formula. You hacked the source code. At some point, you, you, you got to respect the hustle. Absolutely. I'll respect Adam Sandler's hustle all day. If I could just, like... I hate him, but also a genius. (laughs) I don't know. He ain't hurting nobody. He's just making bad movies. I think, at this point, I need a Brendan Fraser cinematic universe. I miss Brendan Fraser. It's time to say it. Yeah. I've never not missed him. I've always always been... You ever just, like, watch the Mummy movies? Sometimes. I I mean, you, you and I watched... The second Mummy movie, for no reason at one point did, in high school. Did we watch? The, I thought it was the third one. It was the third one. We watched the third one for no goddamn reason. I'm like, oh, high I, school. This is bad. I love it. Oh yeah, I, I think it was that. And remember that scene where uh, it's a, such an iconic scene where like they're like, oh, they they're, they're clearly having marital troubles because like he he still has this adventurous spirit. Yeah. But she's yeah. like, oh, he's taking he went fishing and brought back this fish. I'm so glad he's found a good hobby without a. Uh, Without guns, and then she takes a bite of the fish. Uh oh, he shot the fish to death because he got frustrated. You remember so much about the third mummy movie. You remember <laughs> so much more than I do. Listen. That being said, I could probably recite National Treasure Book of Secrets to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm all about that first National Treasure, but that book. What do you think killed that genre? Do you think it was Nicolas Cage or Brendan Fraser? Or uh, nothing? None of that. Because that was a whole genre for a minute. Of, like, bad, like, adventure movies? National Treasure, Journey to the Center of the Earth. That came later. No, I know. I'm still including it, though. The Mummy. You could put Land of the Lost more in there than you could. Why? Land of the Lost was a comedy. Wait, these, sort weren't, of. Wait, these weren't comedies? <laughs> I mean, they were, like, the action comedy genre. I'm going to include Red in there. Do you remember Red? I do remember Red, but if you're going to put action comedy, you may as well start putting a bunch of the Marvel movies in there. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm not including those. Those are superhero films. This, I'm I'm saying The Mummy, The National Treasure, The National Treasure. Mm -hmm. That's not what it's called. The National Treasure films. Both of them. Mm -hmm. Journey to the Center of the Earth. Okay. For some reason, I'm throwing Red in there. I, I don't quite know why. No, it doesn't, I don't, they don't, Go anywhere historical. They're for the same people, though. Would you count the Tomb Raider movie? No. Oh, here's here's where I'm going with this. All the movies, except for Red, let's take Red out of it. Uh-huh. All the movies I've mentioned are PG. 
Oh, that oh. very weird intersection. Oh, of, here we go. Of PG. Prince of Persia. Wow, wow! You just nailed it right. Nail in the fucking coffin. That is yeah. amazing. That That's is weird, funny because I legitimately do like that kind of genre, but I, they just never put enough money into it to make it good. Really. As it could be. Would you? Is that what you would say? Did National Treasure need a no one hundred million dollar budget? I'm just saying. Imagine that with good actors. How do we reboot National the, Treasure? No, because they had a third one planned for a while. Because those movies, weirdly enough, made money. Mm-hmm. But that was because that was in like the era of like 2007 to 2000. Uh, I'm going to say 2004 to like 2000. Yeah. It was a six-year window in which you could have a non-hunk leading a adventure film, and it would be like, I don't know, kind of clever. I would even throw in the Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code is less funny, but like mm-hmm. those, how many fucking Da Vinci Code movies are there? Three? Maybe. There's some that are connected but aren't actually Da Vinci Code. There's, well, that Inferno one. Isn't it weird how there's like a million Tom Clancy games, but not like any Tom Clancy like movies? Mm, Jack Ryan is Tom Clancy. No, well, that's a TV show. No, but there have been like five Jack Ryan movies. Oh, yeah. Remember they tried to redo it with Chris Pine for some goddamn reason. Oh, wasn't this with the sniper and the Russian guys who were just like stealing money to destroy America? I don't know. You know who I saw that movie with? We'll bleep his name, but... I thought you also no. saw it. Who did no. I see the movie I did with? not see that movie twice. Who did I see? Did I see it with Kyle then? No. But who did I see that movie with? It's not like I went with my parents to see it. I think it. you saw it with... It will bleep out their name. I think you saw it with Sophia. Probably. On a date. Yeah. No, I saw the Wolverine on her, with her. On a date? I thought it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I saw... I saw Man of Steel with her. Oh. On what I thought was a date. <laughs> I yeah I saw no Man on of... what she thought was a date. Uh, I also saw Man. I saw Man of Steel with my dad and on what I thought was a date too. With yes. oh yeah oh, okay I know who it was yeah we'll say it after this podcast yeah you... I saw that Jack Ryan and Chris Pine movie with Chaz oh <laughs> yeah that seems about right though yeah doesn't it I'm having deja vu right now mm-hmm. right now. You, you said you've been experiencing some pretty ridiculous deja vu. I have. Well, I have for a long time. Deja vu, another movie in the action-adventure <laughs> category. Do you think they just kind of did that because they want to do their own spin on, um, what's the Jackie Chan flick that was very popular? Oh, early uh, The Spy Next Door. No. I, I do remember that one, though. <laughs> no, no. It's Rush a, Hour 2. Yeah, Rush <laughs> Hour. Basically, the... the Rush Hour didn't have time jumping they were, shit. No, no, they were action comedies though. They wanted to do. Oh yeah, I would, I guess I would include. So Rush they are. Right, we in can't that. like they couldn't compete in the spy kind of thing. So they they twisted it with historical settings or like that sort of thing. I don't know. Rush Hour was like buddy cop. It was like buddy cop, but uh, with spies. I guess so. I don't know. It's, hey, remember it's the that pac- window of hey. action comedy adventure of 2004 to 2010. Remember the pacifier? I do, because I remember a bunch of people from my church went and saw that movie together. And my parents didn't let me go. What was the pacifier again? It was, I think, Jason was, Statham being... No, it's Vin Diesel. Vin Di- was it? Yeah, it was Vin Diesel. Yeah, And because I remember the posters. It was and Vin his Diesel's. war buddy dies, and his family is... He goes in and helps the family. He becomes like their... Like, just, like, helping out. But then the, the kids fall in love with the guy. Oh, okay. And then he becomes, like, their new dad or something. So it's and then they kindergarten just buy stuff. cop, but... Kind of. A little bit? A little well, bit kindergarten well, cop? The, well, kind of everyone kind of knows he's a spy. He's not very good at hiding he's a spy. But everyone in kindergarten cop knows he's a cop. Do they? I, think I guess so. I thought I thought he was undercover as a just a kid in kindergarten teacher. I don't remember. Or just a teacher. I haven't seen kindergarten cop since I was, like, ten. I don't know why I saw it when I was 10, too. So, but anyway, back to this. It's not a tumor. It, wrong movie. Um, it's close enough. How, how do you think? Well, who's our, who's our current Brendan Fraser? 
don't think we have the same kind of quality of Brendan Fraser as we used to. I might say like Chris Pine, I guess. I was gonna say Chris Pratt because Chris Pratt is in every goddamn thing. Yeah, but point. he's. I feel like he's better. No, but like, think about it. If we, if there was a Jurassic Park reboot in two thousand eight, there was. There was put... one in two thousand seven. Remember that's called Jurassic Park three. It's like two thousand four, two thousand seven that that movie came out. That movie was like two thousand two. It was at least two thousand three. All right, this is fact checking time. will ruin this, is this the podcast. First time we are using the internet for fact checking, and I, I stand by the fact. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm thinking about it. 2003 Jurassic Park three. I'm saying that movie Alan. was 2002. What are you saying this movie was? I will say it at the very early. What do you want to wager this over? I, I don't. You can't eat ice cream because you're on keto. I was going to say ice cream, but... I mean, I'll get you ice cream this. if you want ice cream. I, I do want ice cream. Jurassic Park 3 was 2001. Damn. So, first you said that movie was 2007. Then you backed up and said it was 2004. Then you said 2003. I stuck on three. It was 2001. And... A Space Odyssey. I Best movie of all time. Colin. Um, it's a 5.9. On All right, IMDb. listen. I think I know why. I saw it in a pro- just two months before 9/11. This movie was released. Oh, I'm glad you're keeping the uh, spirits up. I just I use 9/11 as a benchmark, but I try not to. All right. Well. Anyway, so the reason is though, because if I- there was a no, 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 no. Back to what I was saying. If there was a Jurassic Park reboot from like 2006 to 2008, Brendan Fraser would have been it. Yeah, but so would Nicolas Cage. And he probably would have been no, the Ian Malcolm. No! He would have been the Ian Malcolm. Nicolas character. Cage would have not been in a 2006 Jurassic Park. I do. I he was he too old at that point. No, that works for National Treasure because he's the old kook, kind of. He's I think, in his 40s. Yeah, I still think he would have he would have worked for an Ian Malcolm kind of role. Okay, f- fine. But in, in the Chris Pratt role, which would have undoubtedly been in a 2006 to 2008 if they made jurassic world in that time period brendan fraser would have been hear me out angelina jolie no she was she was like was she big about she was she had she reached her her, her peak at that point because um, i know it's weird because we don't talk about it but tomb raider did a lot to increase her star power Strangely enough. Oh, yeah. You know who else is in Tomb Raider that everyone forgets about? Daniel Craig is in Tomb Raider. Oh my god, you're right. I forgot. He's in there. He's in those movies as her shitbag brother. And he's like skinny in it. Yeah. It's weird. He's also in that Invasion of the Body Snatchers reboot that they really tried to make. I remember seeing trailers for that. Yeah, it was like every... It was in... I remember seeing the trailer for that several times. Just like the trailer for that uh, Kevin Hart, Josh Gad movie. Which I feel like I've seen that movie because I've seen the trailer so many times. I, the thing I remember most from that era was the National Guard trailer that would play in front of every single movie theater where they used the song, wow. There Goes My, my hero. hero. Watch him He's in he... the National Guard. Basically. No, I remember they played that a lot. They got a lot of mileage out of that one. I feel like Brendan Fraser is currently in the National Guard. <laughs> I mean, where are they now? Brendan Fraser, head of the National Guard. I'd be really proud of him if he if he did that. Honestly. Oh, you you'd like that career tra- trajectory? I would be very proud if he from could... Journey of the Center of the Earth to. I would. You know what? There was another journey. You know. To... You know who might be our modern day Mark? Uh, sorry. The Rock. I was going to say The Rock, yeah. Because I remember he also starred in his Journey to the Center of the Earth movie. It's a sequel, yes. Is that a, is that a sequel? I thought it was just a reboot. Or just uh, like its own thing? No. It's like its own thing. All right. And Re- for recast reason. right now. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. This oh, year. Oh, God. If they did oh. a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen it's, 20... It'd be so bad still. Um, oh! <laughs> that movie is so terrible. <laughs> Who's in that? Who's in that? Uh... It's, is Patrick Stewart in that? He's not. Patrick Stewart was not. Sean, but Sean Connery. Connery is it's why he stopped acting, actually. 
<laughs> I forgot about that fucking movie. Hugh Jackman's in it, though, right? No. Yes, he is. No, he was doing X-Men by that point. He was too good for that. I think that's why I'm thinking that Patrick Stewart's in it. I'm... Okay, Sean Connery. Oh, remember the Dark Helsing movie that they made? I don't, but Oh, hang on. man, we gotta watch it. It's terrible. Okay. First of all, Sean Connery is the only name that is in this movie. There's gotta be another name in there. I remember. Um... Nope. There is literally... I can't... Literally no one except Sean Connery is in this movie. <laughs> it was all him? That's way more impressive than I thought. Yeah. There's no other big names in this. Um, Which Yeah, left? nothing. But if, if we're going to put... God, I... Who's... All right, so we, so we only need one big I name. I just realized that we're only about two years away from a remake of that movie. But I'm excited because... Oh, I'm not. It's, it's dumb enough that I love the concept alone, and the original source material is good. But not the sequel series. They're terrible. The, no one knows worse. this except you. No one knows that there was a, there was something. It was like in the night. We're probably the only two people. There was that a remember. War of the Worlds. There was a War of the Worlds one, and then there was like a 1984 one, okay. and then there was like a modern one, and but that was the worst one. I have no idea what you're talking about. I uh, will talk after. Do we have to? I don't want to talk about the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen <laughs> for that long. All right. But if they remade that today, um, I'm gonna say James McAvoy is in it. <laughs> Uh, for no goddamn reason, and also definitely, and I hate to say this because I love him so so much, but um, fuck Striker Pentecost. Well, hear me out. Hear me out. What's uh, what's his name? Fuck. Fuck. God damn it. I I don't. Oh god, I'm gonna fucking explode. I what's don't. his name? Idris Elba. Idris Elba is absolutely in the League of Extraordinary which, 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 which gentleman would he, would he play? Oh, the, he'd be in the Sean Connery role. Okay. That would it, so the, he's, that he's Dark the one Tower face. movie, that Dark Tower movie tanked. Sure did, but hey, he might be the next James Bond, so fingers crossed. See, I think his star has fallen too far. No. I'd like them to get an unknown for Bond, because Craig was an unknown. No, if it's someone different. we know, I'm going to be All right, so hear me up. Back, back to League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. God damn it. All right, so I did not for the, want to go for back. the Dr. Jekyll one, I feel like <laughs> Griffin McElroy would be good. <laughs> and then I feel like for the big Mr. Hyde would have, would be voiced by Justin McElroy. The, God. I just don't think Travis could be could pull off the easy Travis, one. yeah, Travis is the Travis could one. he be could he be Nemo? So we've <laughs> gone be... from we've gone from the McElroy brothers will be in Trolls 2 to the McElroy brothers will be in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen reboot. That's correct. I don't want to talk about other podcast hosts on this podcast. It's there is no escape because they it's a, it's a small world this podcast ball that we're on. No, it's not. It's enormous. Anyone can do a podcast at any time about any subject. And if everyone's doing it, no one is. No one's doing a podcast. That's, it's, it's, listen, is. this podcast future we're in is basically Syndrome's future from uh, The Incredible. If everyone's super, no one will be. Were you about to get up and do something? No, I just okay. leaned in because I was very intense about my... Uh, you were very, very intense about this League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> I, I have... The, hang on, wait. Uh, T.L... O G, wait, O E G C U. <laughs> Hear me out though. Would it be better or worse than the Justice League movie? Um, I mean, here's the thing: is Justice League is probably the most competent DC movie apart from Wonder Woman. Do you think it'd be better or worse than the League of Extraordinary oh, Gentlemen? Oh man, as a reboot or the original League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? That's a hard question for me to ask. But okay, because I think if they rebooted it and maybe got, I don't know. Hear me out. What Christopher if, McQuarrie. What if they got? What if they actually took characters like we think of how many the Sherlock Holmes movies? What if we had those actors in the league? The league movie. You're saying Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. But here's the, the thing, though. Canonically, the reason the whole league starts is because Sherlock Holmes dies. So okay. he he would technically be a character there, but he would already be dead. Oh, so you're saying the new 
two Sherlock Holmes movies. Yeah, they're the prequels for the new League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie. Oh, I'm in that. <laughs> it's it's 12 times better than Justice League. I'm in. Are you fucking kidding me? That, that, That's amazing. <laughs> I'll watch that now. That sounds great. There we go. We, we've all right. We've solved movies. We've Wait, done it. And we're putting Idris Elba in the Sean Connery role. Of course. Oh, okay. I'm in. No, one hundred percent. I'm. I am into this. Perfect. Um. Have you, have have you, thought about how we does the are you including League of Extraordinary Gentlemen within, uh, the action comedy adventure. Of 2004. No, to... I'm, I, those are I count that as an X Men ripoff. Okay, well, my whole question was, how do we bring back that genre? <laughs> the, we well, you make good X Men movies again. No, and then people rip those. No, off. no, 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 no. Because National Treasure was not based off of anything. Oh, oh, well, it doesn't count in that. It doesn't go in that genre. Damn. I'd say it goes in the X Men ripoffs because they were really trying hard to be their own X Men. Yeah, they the... were really trying to start something cool there. It was like X Men and Highlander. Yeah, but... and then they were to do like a, and then there would be the American literature version of the League, and so on. And I so hate forth. that. I hate that. I would love it so much. You're, so do you remember hearing rumors about the canceled Justice League movie from the early two thousands? The one with Nicolas Cage. Mm, no, I don't think Nicolas Cage was supposed to be in that one. I think this is, I think this is post canceled Superman. Okay. Nicholas Cage Superman. Um, directed by Kevin Smith. If anyone wants to if anyone wants to look back in time to find the test footage from that and see a very, very different world <laughs> in which Nicolas Cage was almost Superman with Kevin Smith directing. Um This is I'm, what a I'm talking this was post. Okay. It was like two thousand four, two thousand five, maybe? And it was it was like a canceled Justice League project. That I've was heard like, of it. I've never like dug into it. Well, and that's the thing is there were going to be no setup movies. Everyone in this live action Justice League movie it was going to be their first time playing the character. I mean, look how well that turned out this time. Uh, very very badly. Um, mm-hmm. Uh huh. Very cool. Very very cool. Which is a shame because I really like the Justice League a lot. It's like yeah, a, sure. And and they the, they got good stuff going for them. They just really have bad filmmakers behind the behind the helm. They have there. one bad filmmaker. Ah uh, no, I'm gonna say two. Are we counting Joss Whedon as a bad filmmaker at this yes. point? Okay. Yes. I mean he is, but like. Remember where they did the anime boob shot in in the most recent one? Oh yeah. I was no. like, no, don't. It's. It's bad. Joss Whedon's a bad filmmaker. Like, straight up. I will say it now. Joss Whedon is a bad filmmaker who is saved in editing. Like, 100% saved in editing. You know? Mm-hmm. So, uh... Yeah. So they have two bad filmmakers behind it. I forgot that he was involved at all. Mm-hmm. This Aquaman movie. It's gonna be the next, uh, Lord of the we Rings. We got two months away from it. We're keeping closer to the, uh, the Venom movie. Ugh. Does that come out next month? I don't know. Fuck. I just know that the We're tri- still in September, right? Yeah, this is September 29th, I believe. September! Yes, it is. Yeah, it's not... The first week of October is next week. Okay. Well, in that case... Um... Yeah, I don't want to... I don't want to see this Venom movie, and... I will make you see this Venom movie. I'm, uh, as long as you don't make me see Aquaman, I no. don't want to pay no. my hard-earned Postmates deliveries. No, we're not to a see goddamn Aquaman. I'm not. I'm not making. No one's seeing Aquaman. Mm. No one's. Shaz- no. Well, Shaz- I will see Shazam though. Oh, I'm. Uh, I'm mildly. I mean, Aquaman. It looks like it's going to be the effective end of the DCU as we know it. So. I they could just know. end it with literally flooding the world, which would be interesting. Uh, oh, it'd be... I'd laugh way harder if if they somehow rebooted the DCU within Aquaman to make it... If if Aquaman is a Flashpoint movie... You do know that the, the Flash movie they were planning either way is Flash called Flashpoint, right? 
The first, no, the, why? They were why? just opening up because they want to... No sh- one gives... No one in a general audience gives a shit about the Flashpoint storyline. Do you think... Oh no, it's Professor Zoom. How do you, how do you, how do you, listen, I love Professor Zoom. No one will know who that is or care. Well, and it seems as if like the only people that like these DC movies are like just total idiots. So like Mm -hmm. maybe they would like the Flashpoint movie. Well, then it could, it could, they could just restart it. Oh look, Superman looks completely different. Weird time travel stuff, huh? Yeah. And then put actually good filmmakers behind a superman movie please yeah i i i know you love superman a lot and no one yeah. else does and, and I you won't. don't have to justify it because you will go on a 45 minute tirade of justifying your love for superman but i mean you don't know me <laughs> what kind of superman movie do you want to see like what kind of director what what tone they could... can you reference you want I think, it to look a lot like National Treasure Book of Secrets. No, I think more than anything, right now, is more similar to the, the 1970s when the original kind of big budget Superman movie came out. Okay. The first one in color. Where there was not a lot of faith in, faith in the government. <laughs> the economy was in like a weird place. Everyone was kind of very... Yeah. It was a very kind of bad mood. But out of, the, even, out of all that kind of general depression and anxiety on a national level came this movie that was really talked about hope and optimism and trying to do better than we were before. Sure. And I feel like that's what we need in a movie. We don't need gray. We don't need morals. I just think we need a movie that can inspire people. That can... Okay. And this can... They, and there's so many different ways you can do that. You can do it through... You could do it through comedy. You could do it through a more serious film. You could... There's... Superman has a big kind of wide thing. It's a story about him... Uh, about an immigrant son coming in, learning into this culture and acclimating and trying to be accepted i think there's a lot of different stories you could take this but i just think the core of it needs to be one of optimism and one where we can do better that's all i'm saying well i think today Mm -hmm. we're beating a dead superman 